This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm going to speak tonight on finishing strong. Finishing strong. Today, in the world... The uncertainty we are experiencing, all of us, we need to finish strong. We don't need to hide, we don't need to run, we don't need to cower, we don't need to be filled with anxiety. We need to finish strong. We need to be like David. First Samuel seventeen, forty five through fifty. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds, of the air, the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with a sword and a spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to David, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag, took out a stone. He slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead, so that the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, and struck the Philistine and killed him. He finished it. Again, that was First Samuel 17, 45 through 50. We're talking about finishing strong. Let's look at it again. David said to the Philistine, so he proclaimed, he challenged the Philistine. He didn't run, he didn't hide. A lot of times... People are afraid even to speak something in contradiction or in a debate. They're afraid to even speak and say, you know, that's sin or that's wrong. They seem to operate in fear. 
and unbelief. But here there's no thoughts to flee, no thoughts to retreat, but instead he aggressively attacked. You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts. The armies of Israel. The God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. So David is telling him what he's going to do. He's proclaiming to him what he's going to do. There's a proclamation. He's not saying, God, help me defeat Goliath. Jesus, help me. He's telling him. Because of his relationship with God, he had. His faith is already there, and he's making a proclamation. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air, to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save the sword and the spear, for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give you into our hands. So he's not only talking to Goliath, he's talking to the army. The armies of the Philistines. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David. David hurried, ran toward the army. So here David is aggressive. He's not running away. He's not hiding. He's not cowering. He hurried for the battle. He says, bring it on, boys. So he's running toward the enemy. Today we seem to be afraid. My goodness, most pastors are afraid to say anything behind the pulpit. Not yet challenge the government and say, this is treason. We're going to continue to meet anyway, whether you like it or not, Inslee. No, instead, we're afraid. We're afraid to say anything. Well, I just came back from my Thanksgiving in California all the way long. Stay home, stay safe, the signs read. We drove through Washington, Oregon, and California because I could care less about these three trees, treasonous governors. We had a great time. We weren't six feet apart. We were shoulder to shoulder. There was a few of us in the house. We played and we had fun. So come get me, Inslee, if you dare. David faced his battle because he couldn't escape it. He fought his battle because he knew God was with him. Then he finished it because he had all the weapons he needed to complete his mission. He put an end to it when he killed a giant and cut Goliath's head off. He faced Goliath. He hurried toward Goliath. He ran toward Goliath and the armies that were with Goliath. David knew he had all of the weapons. What, what were the weapons? Well, the Lord of hosts. The angels of God. God himself. The power of God. Because he knew that if he did not finish it, he would always be pursued. He would always be plagued. So David faced his battle because he couldn't escape. Why? Because he knew if he didn't finish it, they would always pursue him. So it is today we need to finish 
this fight we're in. We need to save the Republic, defeat our enemies. We must cut the head off those spirits that attack us. Some people are constantly attacked. It's time we cut their heads off. It's time we do serious battle. It's time we chase them. What was David's real sword? Ephesians 6.17 He says his sword was in his mouth. What does that mean? He met Goliath's challenge with a declaration of victory right from the very beginning of his encounter with a seemingly undefeatable foe. It appeared that David had nothing that could compete with his enemy's intimidating weapons. So here Goliath comes with his big mouth. Sure, he's a tall boy, maybe nine, ten feet. Got a spear, got some other arsenal with him. Got the armies of the Philistines behind him. But uh, David gave a declaration. You know, I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to not only do that, I'm going to throw the carcasses of the Philistines to the birds. So let me tell you about my weapon. David said boldly, I come in the name of the Lord of hosts. And David continued his declaration and shows us how to finish the fight. David spoke the end result before he even began the battle. So we need to speak the finished word from God. You're not hoping about the outcome. Your confidence and hope is in the Lord. You're not praying to receive an answer. You have the answer. Boldly pronounce to the devil and before man what's going to happen. What God will do. 1 Samuel 17, 46-47 This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I will strike you and I'll take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air, the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I will strike you and take your head. I think we need to make some proclamations into this democratic illegal fraud in the elections. We need to make some proclamations that you're going to be arrested. You're going to go to prison. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with a sword and a spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. David declared he was not only going to take out Goliath, but the whole Philistine army as well. First Samuel seventeen forty eight. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, 
that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. David was so sure of the victory that he ran toward the battle. He ran toward the battle. 1 Samuel 17, 49 through 50. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone. And he slung it. It struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. If you continue to read, then he took Goliath's own sword and cut off his head. You know, I like that. He cut off his head. He killed him. He defeated him. And they rooted the armies of the Philistines. The democratic machinery that is plotted for four years to steal this election will be exposed Many will be arrested. Many will go to prison. Do you enjoy the Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen radio program? Please take a minute to pray if the Lord would have you help us with the substantial financial burden of this program. We receive no grants or funding from any organization or government agency and have no other means of support than the gracious and generous giving of our listeners. World Ministries bears the entire burden. In about 30 seconds, you can donate at worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Thank you for your gifts, generosity, and graciousness. David finished it. You must finish the race. You must finish your good fight. You declare the end from the beginning and you tell the devil what's already been done through the finished work of Christ on the cross. You have your weapons in your bag. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the armor of God, the word of God. You have the shield of your faith. You're under the blood. You move with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You can drive out any demon, any devil. You can do deliverance. You can command them to go. The Lord rebuke you. You tell him that you were already healed and you were already delivered and you're already blessed. When you declare the finished work of Christ, you put an end to it. You've laid the axe to the root of the tree. When Jesus spoke to that fig tree in Mark 11, 12 through 14, he said, No man will eat from you hereafter and forever. So Jesus spoke the end result. Understand that I, Jonathan Hansen, am not trying to get healed. 
Jonathan Hansen is already healed. Adalia Hansen is already delivered from the authority of darkness. I don't start praying, oh God, help me. I declare to those demons, you cannot do anything to me because I've already been delivered from the authority of the darkness. I am already free. You have no authority. You are a liar. You are a toothless eunuch. I declare the finished work of Christ. The victory is achieved. It's the same with your finances. Don't say. Luke 6, 38. I'm just praying that God's going to help me meet this bill. Start declaring. He has given unto me good measures, pressed down, shaken together, running over. All my bills are paid. My bank accounts are full to overflowing. Lack is gone. Abundance has come. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. I am blessed going out and I'm blessed coming in. Why live in a poverty mentality? But that's the way many Christians live, in a poverty defeated mentality. When the disciples came back the next day and saw the fig tree had dried up, Jesus told them in Mark eleven twenty three. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Jesus believed it, he said it, it happened. Obviously, we can't act like a magician. We can't act like Peter Cottontail. But when we know the word of God and the will of God, we can proclaim it. And we can have faith that it will be done. You see, your real sword is what you're saying. Because your faith is decreeing the end result. Abraham called the things which be not as though they were. He declared the finished work. This is how you finish the battles of your life. You don't have to fight sickness and disease the rest of your life. Finish it. Declare the end result and say it. I'm healed. It's already done. Now, again, we don't take Scripture out of context. We don't tempt the Lord God. We don't walk to the top of the mountain and say, I'm going to jump off and God's going to spare me. No, you're going to jump off and go to heaven or to hell, but you won't be alive. Because God didn't tell you to tempt God. And it's the same way with our healing. We can't eat nothing but donuts and uh, lattes and expect to be healed. We, go, we need to eat the five food groups. I'm talking about uh, fruits and vegetables. So we need to have a little bit of wisdom.
Or else you can proclaim all you want and all you're going to get is the scriptures coming back, I told you what to do. Now heal yourself. Eat wisely and then be healed. First Peter 2.24 Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by, by whose stripes ye were healed. Are we healed? Do we believe in the resurrection? Do we believe in Pentecost, the power of Pentecost, the spirit of Pentecost? Pentecost. That power, that dunamis release energy, the spirit of the resurrection that brought Christ from the dead. That spirit of the resurrection that brought Lazarus out of the tomb. How? By words. Lazarus come forth. By the sea. Peace be still. By man walking on the water. Peter come. Our words are powerful when inspired by the Holy Spirit. Our words chase demons out when anointed. If there's no anointing in your words, you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. Probably be like the sons of Sceva. The demons will chase you out and do a little trick on your hide. Maybe dance on your clothes a little bit and have, as they're ripping them off. Many people try to cast out demons and they don't even move because there's no anointing in their words. But yet out, out of total ignorance they think they've done something. Oh, you're delivered. I've seen that and nothing's happened. And then the pastor say, hey, did I get him? And I said, no. And I went there and cast demons out of the person. Our words, our words, David's words. The battle is the Lord's. He will give you into our hands. Not, meaning not only into David's hand, but the armies of Saul's hand. The Israelites. He will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came to draw near. To meet David again, he hurried. Do we hurry to meet our enemy? Or do we just say, well, I won't say anything. Maybe it'll go away. Usually that's not the answer. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. If you say nothing, usually that implies you're guilty and you agree. We're supposed to do battle. We're supposed to use our words to defeat the enemy. We're supposed to use our words to bring healing and deliverance. We're supposed to use our words to again bring clarification from deception. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. Again, I like the boldness of David. He ran toward 
his enemies toward Goliath. He ran towards them. And he proclaimed, I will, I will cut your head off. I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with a sword and a spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. David declared that he was not only going to take out Goliath, but he was going to take out the whole army of Goliath, the Philistine army. That's what God wants us to do. Be bold, be courageous, face the enemy, fight the enemy, finish the enemy. Cut off his head and have victory. May God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.